welcome to another episode of Bitter and Jaded. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a man who went from saving lives to risking his own, the glizzy gobbler himself, my friend Bailey. What's up, bud? Hey, man. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself. My name is Bailey. I'm from Savannah, Georgia, originally, but I lived out in Rinkin most of my life. Mm. I'm not the glizzy gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> I call out the glizzies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I actually trademarked that name about three years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's that's weird. Yep. <laughs> so you're not the glizzy yep. gobbler. What are you? Tell people about yourself. I'm the glizzy bandit. <laughs> no, I'm the baby Yoda fanatic. Oh, Jesus Christ. Zero, zero, 001. You know, I had something written up in your little thing about that, and I was like, no, I'm not going to bring OG, up baby Yoda. The OG baby, just for you. And then here Listen we are. This forever. You know. Uh, folks at home can't see this, but he's wearing a Baby Yoda shirt cool, as cool. we speak, killing me on the inside. Yep, you can call me Dadalorian. I will not call you anything, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But tell me about yourself. Like, what do you do for fun, interests? What makes Bailey Bailey? Yeah, so my time's usually spent outside now. Yeah. Kind of flipped. I went from like playing Xbox all the time yeah. to uh, I canceled my subscription <laughs> as of three days ago nice so i was spending 24 bucks every three months without me knowing <laughs> so i'm like oh that's a big one that's rough so man. i'm like all right let's do that so i canceled it finally but august 25th i think last year i started mountain biking i yeah. do that every day every other day now nice dude nice and it's good for the mental health it's good for physical health yeah something to do that's good that's good i um i thought you were doing it before that because there's that picture of you where you're like a kid <laughs> and you look awesome and <laughs> yeah, that was 2011 yeah a while well, ago that was a while ago so that so when did you start mountain biking that was probably like 2010 maybe yeah. 2009 like ninth grade year of high school that's when my dad and I used to go to Tom Tom Triplet right up the road, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I was going to keep mentioning that they have those bike trails, but apparently you know that. So that picture's from Tom Triplet? Yeah, that was right when they got built. Now yeah, it's flooded and chopped down, which yeah. sucks. But Can they, you still ride that trail? You can, but it's it's not good. Oh, they, really? they cut most of it down for the disc golf course. Those, diff- those disc golfers, that's a real sport. Oh, it's it's a sport. That's I wouldn't sport. call it real, but... <laughs> yeah, don't want tumbleware. <laughs> that stuff's expensive, too. You know, they have, like, like you know, $20, $30 just, like, discs, mm-hmm. you know? And then... I'm like, that's a Frisbee. Yeah. <laughs> I get Bro. that from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Bro, you just got <laughs> You just got finessed. <laughs> so, but you just started doing it with your dad, so your dad, like, used to ride with you all the time? Yeah, so my dad bought his original Cannondale mountain bike, handmade in the U.S say that's back when mountain bikes were made in the usa yeah that's when they started essentially back in 1997 uh-huh. from quality bike out here in savannah uh-huh. which i dealt with them a little bit but i just do my own work now uh-huh. but they he bought his bike for i think maybe 1100 dollars. but back then of course that was a lot more that's probably like 1600 dollars with inflation oh definitely definitely maybe Ooh. a little bit more is that bike worth anything nowadays no, that bike's worth maybe three hundred bucks, three fifty. No way. And he's changed a lot of stuff because a lot of parts went bad over the years. A lot of stuff dry rotted. Yeah. So that's a lot of custom work. Mm-hmm. But it's still, he can probably get like two hundred fifty bucks for it. <laughs> so now he just keeps it as a showpiece because this is perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like a, does it have like that cool old school look and everything? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. one of the first dual suspensions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Which is man. it's gnarly. It's super light, but it's just not modern. Yeah. Oh. Like, I, I couldn't ride it. It'd be uncomfortable for me because I'm used to a lot more aggressive and modern, like, geometry and all that. Yeah. Um, well, like, what about, like, so you've been doing it now. You just kind of started getting right back into it. Like, what what's fun about it? Like, I, I you talk about it all the time. Like, you just, 
out there going? Like, is it like, is it like different? Cause I used to ride bikes all the time with my friends, but we would just like go to the convenience store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like even with me doing, cause I usually do Whitmarsh. It's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty tamed five and a half mile. There's trail access literally every quarter mile. So if you get hurt or tire pop, something breaks, mm-hmm. you walk to your car and that's it. Oh, that's pretty So nice. it's safe. Yeah. It's well, well populated. It's in a nice neighborhood outside a nice neighborhood out mm-hmm. on the island. So it's like, it's controlled. Yeah. And like, I do that. I was av- averaging 64 miles a week this summer, man. which is a lot, <laughs> That's especially a lot. when it's 110 outside. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I don't either. But huh? like even doing the same track over and over and over is something new about it every single time. Yeah. So what makes it new is just like, like the way the, like the, like if the soil is more wet, that makes it more mm-hmm. difficult. different experience you know, and all that. Like, yeah. Like a branch falls that make it different. <laughs> yeah. And I'll change tire and. Yeah. PSIs, compounds, and all that. Because huh. I have a bunch of tires and all that, apparently. Oh, yeah. yeah you that do bike shit is full. <laughs> yeah, I just do different. I'm like, oh, next time I'm going to hit this going a lot faster. I'm going to hit this jump, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Try to make it a little bit different. Yeah. Now I got my buddy, Kelvin. Me and him are good, good friends in high school. And he's trying to get back in better shape and all that. Yeah. So I let him ride one of my other bikes, my older like GT Avalanche. Shout out GT for not sending me my money yet. <laughs> 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 but, um... The day later, he texts me. He's like, hey, is this a good bike? And you sent the same aggressor I have, but it's different color scheme. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's the same one I have. And he's like, cool, I just bought it. <laughs> and that one ride has him hooked. Really? This really? past week and a half, he's been ordering a couple hundred dollars worth of parts already. Man, I'm never getting on your bike, man. It's expensive. Then I'll, then I'll just have to go buy a bike. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so we got him hooked. So he's he's already feeling better after a week and a half of riding. Really? Weight's not down because he's going for weight. Yeah, blood pressure control, mm-hmm. but he feels much better. Yeah, like mentally and... too. That's good, man. Because he he's a gamer, so he used to just sit on his PC the entire day. Yeah, playing whatever gar- car game, Grand Theft Auto, uh-huh. that stuff. I like video games, but I don't love video games because uh-huh. you, it's not good for your mind to sit in one spot. Yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, man. How many mods you got him doing now that he's already started? But... So he he's gonna be working up. We did yeah. um the six mile loop. Yeah. This past weekend, and he, it didn't help. He rides every afternoon when he gets off work. Mm. And he does um eighteen wheel driving, so his clutch in his truck's super super hard. Mm. So that already makes his leg feel miserable. Oh, uh, okay. So his left leg's already dead. Yeah. So he's been doing a few miles in his neighborhood every single night when he gets off. Yeah. So by the time Saturday came, one it was early, so we're not awake yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I was awake, but this is me being a crackhead at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, we did the six mile loop. We had to take a few breaks to yeah. catch his breath. He has bad asthma, so we were like. Yeah. The enemy knows we're not pushing it just yet. Yeah. But he did real well for six miles and all that. Six miles is like, I don't know how it would it feel because it's been years since I've ridden a bike. But, you know, you just kind of offhandedly the other day were just like, oh, you know, I did like 15 miles. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, like, dude, the red drive to work isn't that long. <laughs> yeah. So six miles on that loop. That's probably, I've hot dogged it and did it in 25 minutes, 24 minutes. Yeah. That was me going full hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> which I'll get. Uh, the story about the hot dog in a minute. Yeah. But um, we did it in 42, 43 minutes, which is co- comfortable, nice pace. We had conversation the entire time. We were joking. Yeah. Joking about the hot dogs that are passing us and all that. <laughs> we're becoming the hot dogs and yeah. just going full sin for no reason. Then we just crash or he crashed. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's crazy, He man. really bounced off a tree. He didn't get hurt. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and when we got home, he ordered new tires. Oh, so really? that's going to fix that problem man. quick never getting on that bike because i'm telling you man the way you talk about it like you have this like passion for 
like the bikes that you ride it's like insane like i mm-hmm. didn't know anything about any of this stuff until i started like talking with you about it and i'm just like holy crap it's like this whole thing like like i I just knew that there were bikes out there, and there were bikes that were nicer than my Huffy. But what makes these bikes like better? Like, if I go to Walmart and buy a Huffy, how much trash is that bike? I mean, there's actually a Huffy I've been looking at just as like a little around the neighborhood bike, which I don't need because I already have one. Uh huh. But you would, if you try to take it to our trail, one, the first thing that's going to break is the wheels. You're going to toggle the wheel, it's going to bend, and you're not going to be able to ride it. Really? And that bike's gone. But they like bill it as like a mountain bike. They advertise like, it. Yeah. But then if you look at a very one font size print, it says this is for pavement use and light gravel trails. <laughs> oh, that. So if you take it back to Walmart and the frame's broken in half, they're not going to honor that because you took it on a trail. On a trail. But it says it's a mountain bike. And you would think because we don't have any mountains and no. it can't even handle our flatland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it wouldn't be like, could you do one loop? You think? I mean, yeah. We every now and then we'll see like a random teenager on a beach cruiser out there. Oh, no. they look miserable because there's <laughs> there's roots. When I say yeah. there's roots, there's roots. Like, yeah, bucky off the bike roots. Well, because like the the beach cruisers don't have like any suspension or anything. Right? Nothing, just so. light, smooth tires, and that's about it. A big old seat. Oh, I bet that yeah. like, sucks. I bet that just like hurts. I mean, I would do it something. just to be stupid. Yeah, like hot dog with the group and <laughs> on a beach cruiser. You should do that, but it probably would tear up. Uh, I mean, you know, sacrifices, I mean, I man. <laughs> For the sacrifice or for the joke. Yeah, but I feel like nowadays bikes seem to be like a reflection of your personality. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. That's why I customize all mine. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys in our group that have, I mean, they're like $6,000 bikes up to like $14,000 bikes. But they're all stock. They're plain Jane. They might just change the grips to like purple and that's it. And that's kind of a reflection of them at this point. They're kind of bland. Kind of basic. And they just want to flex with you a lot of money. Yeah. Then you have me who bought my bike off facebook marketplace for 175 bucks last august mm. i mean i put 1200 dollars into it but in the grand scheme of things that's cheap in the bike world yeah and you see me kept keeping up with these guys like it's nothing yeah so like well how much was your bike like worth like when you bought it off of facebook like your friend just wouldn't bought the same type of bike mm-hmm. but in a different colors how much did he pay for that so he paid 429 plus tax okay so, so probably like deal. i bought mine for 175 bucks yeah and it brand new still i still have they had the Manual and all that. It's, this, um, it? it's an older guy bought it. Uh, okay. He took it to Tom, Tom Triplett once. Did like a mile and he said, it hurt my back. Oh. And I bought it from him. I was like, deal. Yeah. 75 bucks. <laughs> yep, we got it. Yeah, say less, man. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> and it, the rest was history for that one. Yeah. Oh, you just, you always add like like stuff to it. Like what kind of stuff have you added to your mic that makes it more like Bailey? So I have a set of rules, which I try to educate new riders on, mm. specifically people that don't know how to work on bikes. So I'm, I don't claim to be a bike mechanic, but I can tell you I know more than one of our local shops here. Yeah. Just because I do it every, every day. day. Yeah. yeah. I take apart my bike for fun just to yeah. lube up the bearings and that's it. For fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's a job that will cost you 190 bucks in a bike shop. That's crazy, man. But then I'm like, always have rules. I always say comfort first. Mm-hmm. So that's the seat, the pedals. Pedals being the main thing, mm-hmm. tires, probably second main thing, because you need traction. Yeah. And handlebars, and of course, grips come with handlebars. Yeah. But then after that, that's when the nut, like, nutcase comes out of me. I'm like, yeah, I need new suspension. I need, like, an $85 seat for no reason. Uh, I need the expensive dropper post. Like, I you just have... added that uh, water bottle thing. How much was your water bottle thing? That was actually cheap. That was, like, 14 bucks. Oh, yeah, it looks nice, man. That was, it's cool. What well, makes the water bottle thing, like, nice? So, I have, like... The one that came on my bikes is a cheap aluminum one. Nothing wrong with it. Super light. Yeah. 
but then it's scratched up. The, like my bike's beautiful. I keep it polished 24 seven when, when yeah. I'm not riding it. Uh-huh. And you see a scratched up like hobo bottle container. <laughs> like you, you'd put like a um, Colt 45 in that thing. If you saw it on the street. Yeah, boy. <laughs> then the last ride, one of the riders or someone on the trail had a Gatorade. They must've fell off their bike or they left on the trail. I'm like, I'm not leaving trash out there. Mm-hmm. So I stuffed it in the thing and kind of bent it a little bit. But mm-hmm. ever since then, the bottles will not stay in like firm. They, swash back and forth and it oh, touches great. my leg and like it doesn't it's not falling out technically but it moves back and forth yeah and i cannot get it back in normal shape so i bought this nice retractable one that has a bungee cord on it practically Bougie. <laughs> yeah it's it's a little bit heavier which but i'm like i don't care about the weight at this point yeah you can you apparently you can fit a giant like thermos on it <laughs> Like a two liter thermos. Use your flex on them and get a big <laughs> That's why I bought it. I'm gonna. Oh, I gotta find a giant, like at least eight liter thermos, like 45 pounds maybe. The one that fills the entire inner triangle. Yeah. There's a giant thermos for no reason. I'm saying, yeah, it's not moving. That's, that sucks, you guys. Uh huh. I know your eight thousand dollar box don't have a bottle holder. <laughs> you got a full yeti. Have fun with that. I have a in yeti between cooler. your legs. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. I have enough water for the next year. <laughs> Besides your water bottle thing, you also added this cool thing that um, it's like this seat post thing that like adjusts to like make you jump better or something and it like hits your ass less. What is that thing? So this is relatively recent. It's called a dropper post. Mm-hmm. They have two different types. One for, I guess, an air cartridge in it, air sprung. And mine's mechanical, so it's a mechanical spring. Mm. So with my seat post diameter, is 27.2. So there's only two good options in the market right now. Mm. No one wants to invest in that size because it's a dying size. The new bikes are going bigger. Mm. But then I, I had to shut out $141 for a seat post. But riding it the past few times, just hitting small jumps. Mm. Like, it's so much different. It really? feels like a BMX bike as soon as you drop that seat. Like really? You can throw that thing around. Huh. And with the, if you have like a seat post that doesn't move, if you slightly weight transfer wrong and you go over the handlebars a little bit, mm-hmm. when you make contact, that seat's going to go into your butt and it's going to flip you even more. Oh, really? So that's so like, a, it will like push you like over yeah. the handlebars. Really? So it pretty much shoves you. Oh, God. Like physics sucks. Yeah. So I'm like, that little bit helps so much. And the bike I actually picked up last night for a steal... <laughs> Came stock with one, and I'm pumped because that's a hundred forty, hundred fifty less dollars I'm gonna have to spend. Yeah, yeah. Which and I'm what kind is that a, another mechanic one or is that one like the air this one's one? air? This one's a nice one. Oh, really? But it, I'm gonna have to lube it up somehow. I think they have like actual special grease, so it's not gonna ruin the seals on it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of slow. But then again, it's been sitting for a year. Yeah. So we're gonna have to play around with that one. But it's a very, very cool technology that my my dad does not believe in. He's old fashioned. Yeah. But well, like, he also doesn't believe in your cool new uh, tubeless tires. Yeah, he doesn't believe in any of my stuff. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this is muscle. Yeah. So, like, side story. Our host Josh has a man crush on my dad. Oh yeah, he's, he's so handsome. He's the bronze Hercules of Savannah. <laughs> he's a golden god chiseled from stone. For no reason, he's just walking around all flexing on people. <laughs> and well, he, to, if you're gonna explain it, I was just, you know, Facebook does their <laughs> whole like, oh, you might know this person and. Every time, it's like, you might know this person. It's someone I don't completely... I don't know at all. And it, the, I'll have one friend in common. And it's fucking Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Every single time. But Apparently, it's all time, girls. <laughs> there was this dude, and he was just huge. And For it no was reason. like, the one friend, Bailey. And his last name... Pierce. And mm. I was like, oh my god, it's, it's Bailey's dad. Holding and a I, tool or something for no <laughs> yeah, reason. Looking, he's like, yeah, I broke jack. this tool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but he walks around 
Jack for no reason. Hey, you know like, what? Hey, he's swole. Do you. He's very, very swole. Then you see me. I'm like 125 pounds of nothing. <laughs> well, you need that. You need that. You're you're built for speed. He's that's, built for that's power. What I, that's what I keep telling myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fast, fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> yeah, but my dad, he... I mean, he believes in light bikes. That's mm. something I'm iffy about. Light, light bikes. The mm. one, very expensive ones aren't needed around here. We don't have mountains. We're not climbing up. But he has that older mentality that it's just muscle. You need muscle to push a bike. Mm. But then you see me. So I'm 125 pounds. I'm right under five foot ten. Mm. I mean, my lower body strength is great for my size. Mm. Upper body, no. You got the mm. big old gross calves, man. Yeah, they're... <laughs> They're growing finally, <laughs> but I'm like, I rather use technology for my advantage. Yeah. And so with the lighter, you're when we first started talking about it, you were always talking about taking a couple pounds off and stuff like that. Is that mainly for like mountains and taking jumps and stuff like that? Or is that like for your general ride? So that's a little bit opposite. Cause I was kind of wrong at first because uh-huh. before I had my bike, my blue one, my GT aggressor pro down to 25.2 pounds, which is crazy light for that's probably the lightest GT Aggress Pro in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but then with the dropper post, with the new um, fork and all that. Yeah. And I had a lot of carbon parts. Carbon parts do break. So I switched them back to aluminum, a lot more sturdy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably back to stock weight, like 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, unless you're going uphill, it's not needed. Yeah. I'm because like, I guess the less weight as you're trying to drag it uphill mm-hmm. would help get you further. Yeah, but going downhill, like downhill bikes weigh 45 pounds, 50 pounds sometimes. Well, you think that helps it like stay on it's, the ground? It's a lot of stability, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I guess if it weighs nothing, you could like get a pebble be, in. <laughs> the bike just flies over your head for some reason. Oh, my God. I mean, so some, some, are like, some are like 30 pounds, but you're going to pay a lot. Like my own, I think it's a 2008 Kona. Mm-hmm. It's at my dad's house. I'm keeping it just to sit on it because it might be worth a lot they're slowly but surely appreciating yeah but that that bike's this gnarly early 2000s back when bikes were this heavy and indestructible yeah that bike weighs 48 pounds Jeez. and i took it down my normal trail once yeah i can only do 10 miles on it and my legs were dead yeah <laughs> i bet if you did that for like a month you would have them big old calves <laughs> <laughs> he's me walking around all swole like i'll have to cut my pants just to, to walk buy around new pants man yeah. no more like skinny straight leg you have to get the <laughs> wide leg get some gauchos out you have to get boot cut <laughs> <Just pure laughs> i would love to see that <laughs> i used to wear boot cut pants oh no so back in eighth grade i thought i was a redneck because mm-hmm. we lived out in the country in guyton i'm sorry so i had i had a pair of georgia boots oh no yeah oh for a few but then my feet grew a lot yeah luckily those, those things are expensive too, man. Yeah, I've never I, owned a pair. Of I got mine on sale and they were still like 80 bucks back man, then. But man. I used to get my boot cut, uniform pants, boot cut jeans with my camouflage Georgia Bulldogs hat. Yeah. I was oh. I was one of them boys. Oh no. I'm sorry to see that. Yeah. Luckily, it didn't happen, Bailey, things I changed. I went, gosh. I went from choo-choo Trump chain <laughs> to like normal. Normal. Uh, yeah. Level-headed. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Just regular shoes. <laughs> Yeah, we so did that. With all the upgrades that you put on your bike, could you like, so say I went to Walmart and I bought that Huffy. Could you, could I upgrade that Huffy to be like com- comparable to what you ride? Or is it just no chance? It's just so trash that there's nothing that you can do about it. No, you can. So I'm going to give a shout out to one of the Facebook groups I'm pretty involved in. Mm-hmm. It's called Budget Bike or Budget Bike Builds or Budget Bikers, whatever one. Yeah. So it. The whole idea of the group was actually built off a YouTube guy that I followed right when he got started. His name's Kev Central. He's up in, I think, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But he bought, he would buy Walmart bikes and review them. 
but then he would upgrade some and build them and put thousand dollars like I do. Yeah. And the Walmart bikes, that's what got me into it. Cause he's such a cool dude, like down to earth. They talk to his subscribers and all yeah. that. Cool. Like, he has, I think around 70,000 now. I think I followed him maybe three or 4,000. Mm-hmm. So he's blown up in the past oh, yeah. year, especially with all like the bike craze. But, um, that's what really got me into it. It's the customization, but the whole bike group, there's some people with like $6 Walmart bikes and they put a grand in the parts like I did. Uh-huh. I mean, there's still $6 Walmart bikes in the end, but they ride them. They shred, they compete in races. Really? There's a guy that has like a little bit older Schwinn. He has mm-hmm. some, he has some okay parts. I'm not a big fan of the build. The yeah. frame's ugly, <laughs> but he does cross country events on it. And that's like 30 to 70 miles. Really? Wow, man. I'm like props to that guy. I, I can't do it. I do want a Walmart bike, like a special one, uh-huh. but you have to order offline only. That's why it's not a true Walmart bike. Oh, uh, okay. But even then I don't have a need for it. So that's why I haven't spent the 500 bucks on it. <laughs> Yeah, well, you got to put it with the other four bikes that you have now. Uh, five bikes. Is it five now? Yeah. Well, four at the house. And then the one at your dad's house. Which I'm about to list one for sale, unfortunately. Which one you sell? The black one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have attachment to it. I, I'm just waiting on a part from China. China. To come in to make it not squeak when you pedal. <laughs> Is yeah. that the way you sent me the video where it's like, yeah, squee! <laughs> it sounded like a whale calling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it woke the neighbors up, practically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it needs a new bottom bracket. It got crunched yeah so as soon as i do that i'm gonna see what i can get i'm gonna list it for probably like five or six hundred yeah because it has a lot of parts into it and then take that money and dump it into the new bike probably yeah. that's kind of what you do is like i you like flip stuff like you sold your um i was talking actually about my father-in-law's episode he kind of does the same thing but like you uh like you sold like you're selling the bike rack on the back of your car you said tomorrow mm-hmm. and then you you sell other little things all all the time or even sell it to your dad and then you take that money and you put it into another bike so yeah. like it's really not really costing that much money right no like so i made some smart decisions when i was young and invested where i could mm. at a young age i was just top like one percentile in my economics class uh-huh so i know how to manage money <laughs> And with me using, using, or I used to work in the hospital EMS. Yeah. And when I lived with my parents, no bills other than a car payment, I would bring in so much money from overtime that I have a, for a 24 year old, I'm pretty decent right now. Yeah. And I'm like, I have an awful motto of, hey, I'll make more money in two weeks. <laughs> like I did with like tires, the dropper posts. Yeah. And like the, or the bike I just bought last night. I'm like, sure, it's 400 bucks, but. My rent is X amount. My car payment is X amount. And that's it right now. I canceled everything else, essentially. Yeah. So you can put more money into your the thing that you enjoy. Yeah. A lot of it is just keeping myself sane at this point. Yeah. It's something to do. It's yeah. happiness. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So it, if you look at my bank statements, sure, I'll spend two or three hundred extra dollars on bike parts a month or two. Mm-hmm. But then you see me with, like, a thousand dollars worth of bike parts. You're like, how'd you get that? And I'm like, oh, I sold my chair. I pulled my roommate's card and sold everything. I let go. Yeah. <laughs> and just dump it in the just bikes or something. So yeah. You, you could kind of. Could you get into this hobby like relatively cheap? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. I like... mean, it's been harder with the whole COVID thing, the bike craze. Mm-hmm. But it's the bike craze is trending down. Contrary to all the Facebook posts I share of people with fork backwards wanting eight thousand dollars for their Walmart bike. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you. Or like me and get notifications for mountain bikes on Facebook. Like <laughs> Josh always calls me out because I'm always at work looking at them. Looking at them. <laughs> you, can, you can jump on a deal. And a lot of times you might have to send a deposit, which is kind of sketchy. But uh-huh. do it over PayPal so you don't get scammed. Yeah, yeah. Or you can scam the person and get 20 bucks off it once you buy the bike. 
no comment. But um, yeah, you can you can find a decent bike for. I've I got my black GT Avalanche. I mean, it's a 2008, but that's a nice bike. It's loaded. It looks yeah. crazy. It's like a junkyard bike. <laughs> I bought it for 150 bucks during COVID, which I I overpaid a little bit. Yeah, like the Blue Book value value. Which said they have bike blue book now. Yeah, I didn't know that before yep. I started talking and to you. It's, I don't I don't go by it. Yeah. Just because demand and all that. Mm-hmm. But it had a listed PG one hundred and like hundred forty. So I paid it, it gave the guy hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Within a day I had it stripped down, modified to my liking, which yeah. yeah. But now I'm just like, all right. So but for that if I was this Joe Schmo, hundred fifty bucks for a entry level mountain bike that will last you forever. Yeah. Is not bad. Yeah, because like that's what makes them better. Is they're just built better, right? Yeah, like, I'm like frame parts and all that, wheels, everything about the. Even if it's like a 2005, it's gonna do you a lot better. Like a bike shop brand, it's gonna do a lot better than a new Walmart bike. Yeah, unfortunately, but that's just the truth. Yeah, corner, well, they, they corner should, of cut. They should kind of put more like I think more people would enjoy the sport if it was more like prevalent. Because I didn't even really know it was like mm-hmm. an actual sport. And now it's all I see on Facebook is you're always like posting like yeah. these dudes doing tricks and flips and crap. Yeah, and crashing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but like it's like this real thing. And it, I think it would be a lot cooler if it was like more like if I could go to Walmart and you pick up any bike and know it would handle what I wanted to do with it. You know, that would be awesome. I would totally do that because it'd be like it's a the way you explain it. You get so much joy of like going out there. And even when it's like a thousand degrees, I have mm-hmm. no idea how you do it. You know, you'll be like, yeah, we're riding your thing. You're like pumped. Yeah. You know, and it's something something really I think a lot of people would get some enjoyment out of it. It's just a weird release. Like my friend Kelvin, like I mentioned, yeah. he he was pretty down. Not I can't say depressed, but he's he's been gloomy. I mean, yeah, I I've been gloomy. Yeah. It's been a strange few months. It's been a fr- strange year. It's uh, been yeah. It's <laughs> been, been a lo- awful. A lot of ups and downs. <laughs> no comment for that. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm like it's just a weird release. You feel like a kid again. Yeah. But yet you're going fast and you have adrenaline at the same time. It's this weird like euphoria. How fast do you think you're going, I think? So my last ride, theoretically, with my gear ratios, I can't tell you the exact ones. One, a lot of my bike stuff, I'm trying to keep it on the download because every day I wake up to 45 Instagram messages of people trying to copy my build. Oh, yeah? You got to subscribe to your OnlyFans. I actually started one for my no, bike. I was going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't charge people. I just shared a bike post and they, they sent me some email or notification that they want me to verify my picture because it's of a bike <laughs> so i was gonna send them my bike pick and be like, yeah that's me <laughs> that's me <laughs> but um yeah i'm like the last ride i did at whitmarsh my normal place i ride i hit 25.8 miles per hour wow that's moving man that is that's the average no that's that that's the peak speed? okay so i hit like a two minute mile even yeah for one of the miles i hit that's that's moving, dude. Like, the fastest I went on a road bike was, like, 32 miles per hour on a road bike. Yeah. Made to go fast with carbon fiber and all that. Yeah. Because there's a... there's See, that's another thing is, like, I didn't know that before I started talking to you. It was the, uh, like, those guys that are always in the road, like, they're on a road bike, but mm-hmm. they're also dicks. But yeah. <laughs> mainly, they, they're, they're the ones with the little tires. Like, you couldn't... You could not take... No, if you took I, the trail, you'd be dead. I, yeah. Which, <laughs> they, they do have a form of those. It's called um gravel bikes. Uh-huh. So, it's road bike style have like the weird handlebars that drop mm-hmm. but it has technically mountain bike geometry on the frame you mm-hmm. know it looks like a road bike and it has tiny little knobby tires could you we, take we see, that on the trail yeah we see them out there all the time and they're they're quick for what oh, they are yeah? but they can't do jumps really yeah i mean of course there's extreme pro guys that jump them and props to them yeah <laughs> i wouldn't be able to do that clipped in and all that yeah yeah i bought a road bike before all this covid stuff happened because i wanted to ro- ride on the road yeah 
I think I rode that bike four times, <laughs> did five miles total, and busted my shin. After that, I sold it. I'm done. <laughs> I sold it and made 60 bucks off it like it was nothing, though. Yeah. But, yeah, props to those guys. But, yeah, I hit right over 25 miles per hour, and theoretically, with my ratio, I should be limited to 31. Yeah. So, I was almost at peak top speed that my drivetrain will allow. Yeah. That's, that's quick, man. That's, that's quick. That was hot. I'm trying to remember what part, but we were, apparently we were hot-dogging a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you were talking about people on the on the trail. Like, uh, what are those guys like? Are they all like bro dudes? Are they some bro dudes? Are they like <laughs> the chill ones? So there's a lot of great guys I met now. Uh huh. We the the bro dudes, the hot dogs, as my dad used to say. <laughs> hot dogs is a mountain bike term from the '90s that mean you're a tryhard essentially. Uh huh. As Will would say, you're a tryhard. Yeah, tryhards. Yeah, you're a sweat. You're sweating. Yeah. So that's <laughs> a term for hot dogging. Uh huh. Yeah, we, the first ride at Skidaway was my first time at Skidaway since high school, mm-hmm. and I was not prepared for it. I felt awful that morning, and that ride, a lot of hot dogs showed up. Yeah. And for a new trail, they averaged 14 and a half miles per hour. Okay. And it was supposed to be new rider friendly, and, well, I'm not a new rider, but I'm first time on that trail, and it's a very technical trail. Yeah. I'm not comfortable doing 15 miles per hour down that trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know what's coming around so the corner. So, all the pro-am, bro-dudes, com- competitors, essentially, kind of weed themselves out, luckily. Uh-huh. So, it's just a bunch of chill guys now that we just talk and ride. and. That's good. That's good. Like, one of the guy's son was getting sick the entire time. He had a lot of eggs for breakfast for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Eggs and Dr. Pepper. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go sweat. Let's go. Oh, yeah, so man. his stomach was turning inside out the entire time. And like, I tried to tell him like, puke it up. You're going to feel awful for a minute. Mm. But then here's a cliff bar I brought. Brought a few of them. Yeah. Because I know how I get. I know my tendencies. <laughs> I'm like, eat this cliff bar after you puke. Drink some water. You're going to feel awesome. Yeah. But he held it in. Oh. But we we waited for him the entire time. Oh, that was nice. Super slow. Like, we were getting kind of bored. I was <laughs> starting to hop off stuff. Like, hop off roots and trees and all that. Just messing around. Yeah. <laughs> Which was fun and all. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't mind it. But, yeah. I'm like, so we, we've... Finding that balance of intermediate and beginner nice people. Mm. Not just tryhards. Yeah. So, I mean, there are... A lot of the guys don't know anything about bikes. Yeah. That's what's sad. Which is crazy because they have very, very expensive bikes. Yeah. But like, they, they can't do any of the work themselves. You have to take it to the bike shop and wait, wait five weeks to get the work done. Really? Yep. Man, because like, the bike shop's like the car shop. Like Essentially, yeah. yeah same you know, you concept. A it's, a, and... it's a dealership, essentially. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because they, they get the bike brands. They get paid a little bit of money to sell them. But yeah. then all the work comes from in-house mechanic work and accessories. Uh-huh. So whenever I bought my... um. SRAM GX dub crank set, which is a very nice new dub set, or um, crank set mm-hmm. from SRAM. And I bought the new 11-speed um, derailleur from Box 2. I'm like, those parts are different brands. And whenever I called a local bike store, they told me there's no way that's compatible. Uh-huh. And I was very confused on the phone. I was like, no, they're compatible. That's not how that works. <laughs> you can <laughs> change brands. They're all compatible. They use the same chain. Yeah. So I had a, like a 10 minute conversation trying to educate the poor mechanic on the phone. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm confused. You're confusing me now. How much do you want to charge you? Did you not get that far? I didn't get that far because <laughs> they quoted me five weeks. So I, this was end of July around my birthday. That's when I bought it because I had a little bit of birthday cash going. Yeah. Which again, I didn't take any money on my debit account or yeah. bank account. And I bought the parts, got them a few days after my birthday. Then, so let's say August 1st for math's sake. They quoted me September 5th. 
to get my bike back. So the entire time I would not be able to ride it, it would be sitting in their shed waiting to get worked on whenever it could. Oh, man. Results not guaranteed. Yeah. Because I had all the parts already on there. I just needed them to torque it down to specs. I didn't have a few of the tools. Yeah. So they called me that and I was like, oh, I'm good. So what did you do? Go buy the tools? Yeah, I just ordered them off Amazon. They got here the next day <laughs> and I did it and it's been great since. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's man. YouTube, man. I can't. So is that how you learned a lot of the stuff? Was just everything's YouTube from videos? yeah YouTube. <laughs> Our trial and error. Yeah. Well, because you all, like you said, you always like tear it apart. I think for you, that's kind of like half the fun. Yeah, just destroying stuff, yeah. build it, destroy. It yeah. You know, um, like because you talk about that all the time. Like you were just saying, you like grease them up all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, posting sexy bike pics. Yeah. And all that stuff. <laughs> Shout out to my OnlyFans. <laughs> Shout out. Sexy selective bike pics. <laughs> Yeah, no glizzy pics, though. Oh, man. Oh, please, God. I, mean, <laughs> uh, I can't deal with that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you were talking about those guys on the on the trail. Like, uh, I've seen a couple of them uh, around. Are you are you going to eventually buy those clothes I keep talking about? So, are you going to get them tight clothes? So, this is like an internal meme for us now. <laughs> Normal mountain bikers, pros. Uh-huh. Ideally, you want to wear loose, baggy stuff uh-huh. to keep movement flowy that's why i always wear baggy gym shorts and a baggy shirt when i ride yeah sure i'll be covered in sweat and it sucks that's the part of riding in 108 degree heat yeah but these guys will wear like road bike tights shave their legs <laughs> like don't wear socks because they don't want the airflow to be wrong apparently that's crazy and i'm like you're riding behind a dude in his padded boxers and that's all you see is <laughs> butt crack and him wearing a girl's medium jersey apparently uh, super tight seeing his nipples yeah i'm like and i'm keeping up with them on wearing a baby yoda shirt and gym shorts wearing 28 dollars vans from ross you're telling me if i spent 80 dollars on a shirt it wouldn't make me ride any faster uh, really? sorry it's not oh, right. come no on. you pick up all the all the glizzy dudes out there though oh yeah they, they probably they, just sit around and talk about how much money they spend on their bikes that and, and they, they do talk about fashion oh yeah yep oh, the latest goodness. fox jerseys and uh i'm just like oh, that's trash i pay six dollars for my athletic shirt from walmart <laughs> <laughs> yeah unfortunately <laughs> but you learn to laugh about all of them and all that it's yeah. a good joke now you ever let them pass you i mean the, the last ride i was doing a little bit i was being a i was being a hot dog yeah because they kept letting me lead and if you let me lead i'm gonna go at my own pace Unfortunately, the kid kept getting sick, so we would kind of split up and kind of pack some, some like the, especially the fast parts. Mm. So one of the parts is called, fa- so they're all named. Some are kind of inappropriate, but they're funny. Like there's um something ball sack trail or something like that. And then there's swamp ass, fa- or like or fart swamp or something like that. Uh-huh. And they're all like kind of adult humor. Yeah. But like one's Fontana Speedway, which I don't know the whole story about that. But it's a bunch of very, very fast sandy turns and all that you can get going mm. i'm like yeah i'm gonna go fast yeah so that's probably when i hit the 25 is because i was going full sprint and one of the guys was barely keeping up with me on his very 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 expensive carbon fiber santa cruz yeah probably paid eight grand for it out of the oh box god very and he has a few of them yeah and that's another thing i didn't know is that, that they were so expensive like yeah. when i think of a bike like i always would think like oh that's probably like two bucks. 200 bucks yeah. maybe max yeah, you know but you're like, oh, no, dude, that bike's like 10 grand. Like, yeah. for what? Yeah, we were looking at some, Chris and I at work, probably three days ago. Yeah. Like, some of the Tour de France bikes, like, 25 grand, 30 grand. Yeah. Which, like, I love bikes. Yeah. It's a good source of happiness for me, but yeah. you will not catch me paying a lot. I pick, I'm cheap with my bikes. Yeah. But I make them look nice. Yeah, yeah. No, your bike looks super sweet. You got all I'm like, it looks expensive. Stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is kind of expensive now, yeah, but. Yeah, now it is, yeah. I'm like, but I'm not paying, I'm not financing a car for a bike. 
Well, it also looks so good because you always put it in the right light. And I, get, I get the, the angles. Kick. I get yeah, the, the. You get down low and take thick. sexy pictures at, at uh, twilight time. Yeah, <laughs> yep. got to hit the right, the right sun and all that. Yeah, more pics coming from the giant soon. Uh, yeah, you were telling me they're like, oh, I'm on my way, man. I had to get pictures of the bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, but I mean, they look so cool. Like you know, I give you crap about it all the time, but they actually do look like. I mean, really cool. That's how GT bicycles, the biggest, like mountain bike BMX. Mountain or not Mountaineer Pioneer. I don't know why I said Mountaineer. Pioneer. Oh, mountain biking. So Pioneer from the late eighties, nineties. That's how they noticed me on Instagram through a contest for all those sexy from this random sexy bike pic. Yeah, because you won the picture. They never paid you, but it was uh. (laughs) Theoretically, it's in process. It's in process (laughs) for the last month and a half. Yeah, but they sent you like a gift certificate or something, and we're putting you all over your all over their website and stuff. Yeah, I won't disclose how much money on here, even though it's public information. Yeah, but it's enough to buy. A decent bike. Yeah. No cost out of my pocket. Yeah. So that's another or bike, you know, I, put toward another really expensive bike. Another project. <laughs> which I'm like, I might just buy a cheap bike just to have. Yeah. Like, if it's free, it's free. I don't know. You just got this new bike, though. You can get new parts for the new bike. See, that's a new... I don't know how that's going to work. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, because it's a different it's, brand. Yeah. Does so, that affect a lot of things? But So, the new bike is a Giant. The old brand is a GT. Can you switch stuff? I mean, theoretically, so they're... GT's leading um, hardtails to Zascar, which is the name from the 90s. The winner for every single mountain bike race ever. Mm-hmm. Like, downhill. They downhill like, a rigid fork, no suspension at all, Zascar. And they won every single thing somehow with that that frame. So, they brought it back. North America. It's been big in Europe for the past few years, but we're North America. We don't get anything cool. Yeah. And maybe it had to do with safety standards. I don't know. <laughs> you can import them, but they're going to be, like, five, six grand. Yeah. Which is crazy for Jeez. a mountain bike. But then they brought back a. It's it's not as good as it was, mm-hmm. but you can get one for the base model eleven hundred bucks, which is reasonable for the stuff you get on it. But I'm like, dollars isn't reasonable for shit, Bailey. Well, like worst comes to worst, <laughs> say I cover three quarters of that cost with my gift certificate. True. I can true. have eleven hundred dollars worth of parts. True. Yeah. Or I can just keep the bike stock and have a nice, comfortable bike again. Yeah. True. True. But I mean, you said you built your other bike for comfort, so you know. Yeah. So comfort and speed. Speed. Fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a lot to think about still. Yeah. And until I get that gift card, whatever they're sending me, yeah. in my hand, this. Nothing right now. Nothing right now. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, so we'll, eventually I'm going to get it. It took them two months to send my t-shirt and my stickers from my initial win. Pretty sweet hat, though. I know you haven't worn it again, but that hat was pretty Yeah, but that, I got a big potato-shaped head. Yeah. It doesn't fit my <laughs> doesn't fit my head, unfortunately. You flex on them boys on the trail, man. Look at yeah, my bro. GT hat. I did wear my GT shirt last time I rode. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, on that's a one-of-one shirt, guys. Yeah, Never seen this. this one again. Exactly, exactly. You need to yeah. get good. Yeah, they, they don't make merch anymore, and they will... So GT's social media is very, very personal. Mm-hmm. They reply to comments. They're very cool. Yeah. Very cool guys up in Connecticut. But like they will literally tell you and you'd be like, why don't you guys sell merch? They're like, they'll say, go buy it from Wish. Since Wish counterfeits a lot of their stuff. Oh, man. Because it mean, they got probably burned out. All these people comparing their expensive jerseys and $30 t-shirts to $6 shirts you can get off Wish yeah. with like Minecraft graphics. Yeah. But I mean, you know. All Unfortunately, really that's the game. Yeah, no, they'll literally be like, yeah, just go buy it off Wish. I'm like, well, they'll also, uh, you were telling me, like, if you're like being crappy about GT, they'll be like, oh, uh, they'll, they'll call your ass. They'll be out. like, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a dude on my Facebook page. I ended up blocking him. Smart. Very, very toxic guy. Yeah. He, he's probably like, he's in Brunswick, so an hour and a half away, hour away. Yeah. I'm not sure. But he had a GT. It's from the 90s. He's original owner, which is cool. Good yeah. story. 
but he got so butthurt when I won this contest and was saying like, this is BS, screw uh-huh. GT, blah, 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 blah. And GT's like, huh? Yeah, who's that? GT has entered the chat. <laughs> so yeah, after that, I blocked him. I'm like, I'm not... Yeah. This crybaby. Yeah, man. Come I'm like, on. Don't be sour. Just take a better sexy yeah. bike pic yeah, next time, man. Yeah, take a sexy picture, you know? I'm like, I'm using an Android camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. I want to roll up on you on the trail one day and <laughs> take a picture. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. People look at me, but I'm like, hey. Hey, whatever. I'm like, there's no shame in this game. Well, I think also that's part of, that's part of it for you is because you're proud of it. It's like, they're like your kids. This is like a trophy. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you, you do stuff to it all the time. Like, you'll tweak this, you'll tweak that, you'll move this, move this around, you know? And it, it it's definitely just like yours yeah this, that's a one-on-one bike yeah like there's not another like, one out there that's people, why you don't want to tell pe- people what it yeah, is yeah people chuckle when i say this is the most famous gt aggressive pro in the world because it is yeah because you just like the instagram post got 5100 likes yeah <laughs> the most liked picture they have on their instagram gts that's crazy man <laughs> i actually checked it yesterday Are you petty <laughs> yeah well no it was in my saved saved pictures i was uh-huh. trying to look for a tattoo or something yeah and i saw that i clicked on it because it goes up every day. People just randomly come across it. Uh-huh. And so I was answering questions on it, too. People were asking random stuff. And usually, I'll just mislead them for parts, let them Google it themselves. Mm-hmm. But then, like, over 5,000 people worldwide like that picture. I'm sure it has maybe 100,000 impressions. Because not everyone will like the picture, of course. Yeah. But I'm like, that's a cool Yeah, feat. man. Now I can't sell the bike because it's that bike. Yeah. And plus, GT owns, like, all social media pictures of that bike. You're your life away? Yeah, Way to go, man. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that works. Maybe we'll end up in their museum one day. There you go. They have a museum. I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I can probably do the research, but I'm pretty sure they have, like, one for their BMX. I hope it's got your little duck on it. Dude, I'm keeping that, that, that duck. <laughs> that, that duck's staying on there. That duck's seen some miles This thing's now. zip-tied on there. <laughs> I broke that on a tree. I know we just spent 41 minutes talking about bikes, but you're not only bikes. You're, uh... You've done a lot of things. You do a lot of things. Um, you know, you, you, you do a lot of art. A lot of people don't know that you do uh, wood burning on the side. You, you There's a pretty cursed object to my right right now <laughs> that you actually burnt for me. You worked at an ambulance. Like, you you do a lot of things, man. <laughs> I, I started young very quickly. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm like, in high school, I went from wanting to be an art therapist to uh-huh. a nurse to a medic to, I don't know. Yeah. And... Bad choices, didn't go to school right away. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go to EMT school. Yeah. Did that for like three years. I enjoyed it, loved it at first. I started in the hospital, so I wasn't true EMT. Yeah. I was um, EDT, so e- emergency department tech. Uh-huh. But after three years of that, super unhealthy, awful, like mental space, terrible state of mind. Yeah. It is beat Well, beat it's got to be like kind of depressing this is nothing but suffering yeah that's what got me yeah i'm like it broke my mind relatively quick some people do that forever but yeah being in my because i was a black cloud yeah so people died around me all the time (laughs) every day of my life people yeah young people old people everything kids yeah awful that's crazy and for three years i was able to shrug it off not bring it home but then i started bringing it home yeah the next thing you know, you see my ass working with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the pay was awful. Like, yeah. Experience was up there. Yeah. Like three years of critical care experience by 21 years old was awesome. Yeah. But then the, the baggage. So initially when I started at the local hospital, not going to name yeah. any names, I made 10, 23 an hour Jesus. and I had insurance, but cost me a lot of money. Yeah. $141. Like out of a, your paycheck. Out of each paycheck. So I was only bringing in $600 every two weeks. Dude. 
Which so you're is getting paid minimum wage to watch people your age. Less die. than minimum wage with <laughs> that, yeah, insurance tech. And so I was probably getting paid like six bucks an hour. That is to kill myself because I was like pretty much the lead tech, but I didn't get any knowledge for it. Well, what was your like day like? What was your like day to day? So like, I, so I was working nights. So I was working seven p to seven a, which is an awful shift. Any of my friends that wanted to work night shift, I will gladly tell them don't do it. Yeah, it's it's not worth it. Sure, the nights are slower technically. Yeah, but people die in their sleep all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's and people, a call. yeah. So I'm like, it was not fun. But even then, I lost the ability to sleep, and people like laugh and say, "Oh, that's not true." Like, no. Imagine going four or five days without sleeping at a time. Yeah, you start to lose it, and man. you'll be manic. You'll be everything, seeing things. Like I remember on my last days in the ER, driving home. So I would drive an hour to work and back where my mom lived, Jeez. which is awful. Yeah. And I remember I passed by, it was super like Silent Hill, like <laughs> how like the fog was out in the middle of like the farms and all that. Yeah. And I could have swore I saw someone hanging from like a tree. And I remember stopping and almost calling 911. Yeah. Only to like focus my eyes and there was nothing. Oh man. And that's probably like the breaking point. I'm like, I got to change in my life. Yeah. So that's when I went to the ambulance. Did that for six months on the dot. Then I put my two weeks in on my six-month anniversary when we celebrated it. I was like, all right, guys, I'm gone. All right, guys, I'm out. Yeah, so Ambulance was a little bit better and made a little bit more money. Yeah. Still nothing close to what I'm making now. Yeah. And, I mean, it was easy, but I got tired of sitting in the parking lot for four hours at a time. Just waiting for something to happen? Yep. Yeah. Which well, was... something would happen, what would you just, like, come up with it, like, rawr, 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 and you'd have to go somewhere, or... Yeah, so, a lot of that, I was not a fan of dispatch. Yeah. Any EMS, <laughs> police, fire will tell you, dispatch sucks. They're awful, awful. They're very nice in person, but they're rude on the radio. Yeah. But then, if you're sleeping, you're not going to hear Medic 47 respond to blah, 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 and then you have to, you're expected to know where that location is. Yeah. They send you, they ping you a location on your phone, you have, like, an app through... 911, which so is your cool. Your personal cell phone, or yep, personal. Oh my god! Which they didn't disconnect mine for three months after I quit. So I used to get 911 calls on my phone oh, at great, work. Great. <laughs> yeah. But um, you're expected to know where it's at. First off, I didn't live in Savannah, so I don't know where. So it'd be like East 37th like, Street, and that's all it would say. Yeah, like four or five nine for like the address number. Yeah. And a lot of people have been there forever. Like, oh, I know where that's at. Yeah. My ass is like Google, Google image or Google Maps, blah blah blah. blah. Uh-huh. Take ten minutes to do that. <laughs> And I'm like, and I wasn't initially on, I wasn't on like an ALS unit, so advanced life support. Mm-hmm. I was technically on a, it's like a, a mix. It was a advanced EMT truck, so it was technically advanced life support because we can do like interventions. Uh-huh. But it was kind of a BLS, so basic life support, so pretty much a taxi <laughs> for old people. Oh, if so we happens. Would, yeah, we'd get stuck, we'd get pooped on by other units that just want to pass it on to us or we would do a lot of transfers like nursing home to hospital yeah so uber essentially yeah. which i hated not, yeah. did not believe in that at all <laughs> so that had me in a bad mentality waking up to work to go uber old people around that would poop on your stretcher oh man but then if we weren't doing that for some reason i was a black cloud so we'd be sitting in the parking lot just just vibing waiting on that next uber call yeah then they'll call our name we're like respond hot to some address and be like cardiac arrest cpr in progress and that was every other, like, call. Oh, man. So, I'm like, my last week at EMS was supposed to be pretty easy, chill. Yeah. And I'm like, we went two days without a call. We sat in a parking lot. But then, like, the last few days, I think I worked five cardiac arrests in, like, Jeez. three days. Like, yeah. eight total in five days. Mm-hmm. And that was all. That's all we did. Oh, my God, dude. It was awful. <laughs> but it was, it was a learning experience. So, when, like, uh, 
when it would when someone would have like cardiac arrest, like how would you like assess the situation? Was there like a guy who was like, "This is what we do," like a leader, or was it like, did you just have to figure it out? Or so some it all depends on the medic that was there. Some that are super new would freak out and be like, "You do this, you do this," and freak or this. But my my method was always know your roles mm-hmm. and don't speak. I was big on not speaking because if you create noise and all that, you lose focus. Yeah. You're going to say, oh, how, how do you lock that car out there? While we're doing compressions, you're going to lose focus. <laughs> so, like, I loved silence. Yeah. Like, I knew my roles. I would always start an IV. I would start an IO. So, I would drill into the leg if I had to. Mm-hmm. And I would establish, like, access. Someone else would intubate. So, the paramedic could lead. Usually, the lead medic would intubate. Unless there's a medic student. So, they shove the tube down their throat mm-hmm. and get a- airway. And then usually, the other EMT would put the Lucas, So, like, the automated um CPR device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the robot. Yeah. Either he'll be doing compressions or he'll be getting the Lucas on and starting automated compressions. Oh, his name's Lucas? Yeah, Lucas oh. Lucas 3 or whatever it was. Lucas put, 2. You should put googly eyes on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, would, he would talk to you. He would talk trash to you if you do it wrong. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. If it's not, if or if like the person's too big or too small, uh-huh. it'll, 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 it'll talk shit to you. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Lucas doesn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Lucas, it'd be a shame if I took your battery out. <laughs> yeah, fine. you, Lucas. <laughs> I'm going to list you. You got a smart mouth for a robot, Lucas. <laughs> he was like, wow, Wally. <laughs> yeah, but everyone would know the role. It wasn't. With me working in the ER for as long as I did, mm. I was on the code team every night at the ER. So any cardiac arrest in the hospital, I would respond to. So is it similar to like, um, like NASCAR, like with like, like the they, pit crews, the pit crew, yeah, yeah. So like your yep. job is to take these nuts off. Like so when exactly. you go there, your job is to put an IV in. Yep. That is your job every single time. And as soon as you get that job done, especially in the ER, there's a lot more organization. There's mm-hmm. a lot less variables. Yeah. Like in the, if you're like someone's house. Say grandma's freaking out. She's in shock. She walks out with a gun because she doesn't know what's going on. Oh, my God. You have to de-escalate that while doing your job. (laughs) And that's one thing I did like about EMS is a little bit more adrenaline. Yeah, more stuff going on. But I like also in the hospital is a lot more critical thinking. Yeah. And everyone's a lot, no offense to EMS, a lot smarter. Mm. Everyone has nursing degrees are up. Yeah. Which the medics will argue that's offensive. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Nurses are smarter than medics. Yeah. I mean, they went to school forever for it. Yeah, yeah. Same for doctors. Yeah. But I like the organization. I like how smart, being around smart people, you get smarter. Yeah. That's where I learned a lot of my stuff. Being you just around pick it up from the people, right? Like great, great teachers. Yeah. And that's why I felt bad when I left EMS because I feel like my experience doing critical care in the ER was irreplaceable. Yeah. That's why I started a little bit higher paid than a lot of people that were there for two or three years. Yeah. I felt bad for. Yeah. But still, the pay was crap. Yes, I like, I topped out at fourteen or thirteen ninety two an hour. Like, and you're saving lives, man. Like, you it know sucked. how to use Wally just to to keep your yeah. heart going, and they're paying you garbage. And you're driving around a possible fortune if someone does like insurance fraud on your ambulance because each one has I think one to two million dollars insurance. Are you serious? So like, people would brick check you and do all kind of stuff. Luckily, a lot of them have them um, dash cams. Uh huh. But even to then, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Even wow. then, people, are like, oh. people will break check you while your license sirens down to Ren. Oh my pull god! Pull in front of you on purpose. <laughs> I'm like, you are literally a rolling target, that like the is, big rig drivers. That is insane. Well, like those those ambulances ain't small, man. No, those things are 13 pounds and they do not stop. Yeah. They don't steer. <laughs> they're awful. Yeah. Would you ever drive it? Yeah, I would. I would, I would drive it all the time. Yeah. Were you I, like the designated driver? No, I. It depends on the time of day. At night, I hated driving it because I can't see in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But, like, during the day, like, the first half of shift, I wouldn't mind driving. But then after that, I'm like, I don't want to drive. I'll just ride the calls, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But 
usually depend on partner. You rotate every other call unless experience would determine yeah. that. If it's like something serious, you want the more experienced person, of course, to yeah, do it. Yeah, to get there. A lot of times I'd be like, oh, you can do it. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Let them drive. Yeah. So, but did you ever get to drive like fast? They, they top out at 80. Oh, really? <laughs> and they, they don't feel stable at 80. Oh, really? Yeah. We That's had, a lot of weight because it's, bol- it's boxing. Yeah. It sways back and forth. We had 80 down one of the undisclosed roads in Mexico downtown. <laughs> yeah. And going 80 downtown is nothing that I would ever recommend to anyone. Ah, uh-huh. I'm Jeez, like, yeah, we, man. we're about to Paul Walker ourselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Rest in peace, tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Jesus, man. Well, it, well, like, so what do you do when people don't get out of your way? Like, if you're driving the thing and they don't get out of your way, what do you do? You just have to dodge them? Dodge them. They, luckily, the sirens are really, really loud. Yeah. Some of them had updated sirens. So they, they had the howler, uh-huh. which is pretty much vibration that you can feel in your chest. <laughs> uh, you can have your music blaring as loud as, like, subs in your car. Yeah. But you're such a low-tone alarm or siren while your high ones are going yeah you could feel it in your brain yeah yeah so they'd be like they'd be like what is that why is my phone vibrating inside my head yeah and then and they turn around and you see my see see me flicking you off trying to get you (laughs) out the way yeah it was i didn't if i probably would have didn't like effingham i probably would enjoy driving a lot more yeah just because there's less people on the road but in savannah it was awful yeah that's crazy a lot of like one-way streets and all that yeah was a lot of cool people in the job though yeah, I mean, that's a lot of my friends still. Yeah. keep up with a good bit of them. Some of them I kind of got rid of, kind of, some a little bit toxic, whatever. Yeah. Of course, that's with everything. But a lot of them I talk to every day still. Yeah. I mean, they, they say, we miss you, we want you to come back, and I'm like, oh, that damn, that sucks, huh? Yeah. Well, because, I mean, I when you, you did it for a while, but, like, I honestly, the pay. I didn't grow at all. Yeah, like, the, the pay, when you first told me that that's how much they're paying mm-hmm. you to literally have blood on your hands. Yeah. To save lives. I was so shocked that I was telling everyone, like, you know how yeah. much they pay an ambulance person? Like, that's absolutely insane to me. Like, e- even after my after my raise, after two years at Kent, no, mm, yeah. bleep. <laughs> yeah, can't, so Candler, uh, I, I topped out at 10.53 an hour with my night shift differential. Oh so I made more than day shifters. Ooh. Oh, 50 or 30 cents. But then you had to be up all night. Yeah. So your sleep schedule is awful. How did you do with any of your, like, because like, that's got to be a stressful thing like how, was there like you said you were going to like manic states and stuff like that how would you like keep that down to the, be able to help people that's when i got into wood burning actually oh yeah yeah that's why all my wood burning was so dark <laughs> back then like, like you see a lot of thing? yeah you see a lot of skulls a lot of references yeah. to death yeah i mean that's what i was feeling back then yeah. it was a very very dark dark time huh. i would express like someone died like i'll go home burn a random skull with a tree yeah and that'd be that and it would make you like kind of feel a little bit better out but then nothing else would really help. Like I could put on sleep medication and that didn't touch me. Really? Mm-hmm. You would just stay up. Like max dose of ambient. Yeah. Or ambient and it would not would not touch me. Wow, man. That's... Yeah. Luckily I didn't pick up any drugs or yeah. drinking. Well, I used to be bad with NyQuil. Or, yeah. That has a lot of alcohol in it for the content. Uh-huh. So I on that scissor. I, I would yeah, I was yeah. on that lean. <laughs> lean. And I was starting to turn yellow cuz I was drinking like a bottle every 2 or 3 days. Jesus, man. The only way I can keep myself like to sleep for like yeah. more than ten minutes. Jeez, because it would just mess with you that bad. Yeah, and I was also doing nursing or starting nursing school. Yeah. So I was doing. I maxed out myself at eighteen credit hours <laughs> while working forty eight hours a week. Jeez. So there would be two days of lap straight without sleeping. So I had to go to school. Yeah. So my body just crashed. <laughs> I remember Christmas Eve in twenty seventeen. I ended up in the hospital because mm. I blacked out in the patient's room. Really. Mm. Oh my. God, dude, that's yeah. that's so, absolutely insane. 
Like I, I don't look back. Yeah. I almost went back before this coronavirus happened. But yeah, then, yeah. We were talking about it. And I was actually getting kind of sad because you're gonna leave. Yeah. But then <laughs> coronavirus happened. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I'm staying in my place, which I feel glad about. Yeah. Because it just got worse. Had to have gotten worse. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Which was awful because their hours actually got cut at the hospital. Like. Because no people would stay in the hospital. That's where they get all their money from. Yeah. Being able to charge people four grand a room or a night for a room. Yeah. So no one was in there. So they were going bankrupt yeah so a lot of my friends that usually make a lot of money hey only work 36 hours this week no overtime if you get overtime you get written up oh my god and all my money came from overtime back then yeah yeah like i remember the week after the hurricane i topped out at 84 hours in one week oh my followed god. by a 60 hour week <laughs> shout out to the irs for taking over a grand out of that paycheck oh man so it was only like 250 dollars more than what i usually made <laughs> Totally worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Jeez. After that, they stopped letting me come to work, so I got in trouble with, like, the Department of Labor for a little bit. Yeah. They made me take a nice vacation. (laughs) I mean, I enjoyed it. That's where all my friends were at. Yeah. That's a problem. I got so close to those people, because you spend hours hours. and hours and hours with them. Yeah. Those are my best friends. Yeah. And that was one of my problems. Like, I got so close and attached to them that I'd rather be at work than at home. Yeah, because that's where your friends were. Yeah, so that was one of my problems. Yeah. Jeez. Now I work. I like a few people at work, but hey. then I don't like a lot of people at work. Eh. And leaving is like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you later. Adi- adios. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, there's not really an incentive. Plus, they like freak out if you have any overtime. They're like, oh, you can't. Guys, 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 guys. My testosterone is really hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it could. I there's bad parts, and it sounds like it got really bad, worse than I kind of thought it had gotten. You know, some of the conversations we had before, but you know. Do you, do you still use any of those skills that you picked up? You know, because one time you mentioned me, there was this guy, you were out biking, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, there was some guy on a motorcycle, and he just dumped his whole bike, and uh, like, and you were there to help him. Do you think, like, without that kind of training, would you have even known what to do? Like, if you fell in front of me right now, I would know exactly what to do, because yeah. it's, it's or imprinted on the back of my brain. Yeah. But, like, some guy, when I was, I remember I actually popped my chain on the back of the trail, so I had to walk a mile and a half to my car. Then I was, like, in the headphones. And next thing you know, I was trying to work on my bike on the on the bike rack of my car. Uh-huh. I see some guy just sliding down the road with his motorcycle. <laughs> I was like, the heck? Yeah. And I turned around, and some, like, little teen driver was starting to cry and all that. Apparently, she cut him off. And instead of getting splattered, he laid his bike down. Oh. <sighs> But me being my pat or with my pass, I keep a lot of saline in my bag, yeah. like saline syringes, so I can irrigate any wounds or whatever. And I keep a little bit of gauze, nothing crazy, yeah, nothing to weigh me down at least. But that's mainly like for you on your bikes. Yeah, just right? small little like pokes and prods. But he had a lot of bike, like road rash. Yeah. But even then, I had enough to irrigate his wounds until fire department came thirty minutes later. Jeez. I don't know what they they slept on that call. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like. Even, like, in a riding group, I'm like, hey, I know what I'm doing. If you guys get hurt, just let me know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can take off my handlebar and use that splint if I need. (laughs) Yeah, like, survivor mentality kind of kicks in. Yeah. Is there been any other times you've had to, like, to, to like, do that? Like, just do you just use it for your, like, general bumps and bruises or fixing up, like, your friends and stuff? Anything like that that you've ever used? I remember my probably first week at work, one of our um, managers fell off a ladder oh yeah oh yeah and i was there i was kind of standing over i'm like what are you doing why are you on the ground yeah <laughs> I'm like what's wrong with you yeah just, just stand up it's not that hard yeah and no i was like so like normal like trauma exam 
I think it's like 44 or 48 points you have to hit mm-hmm. for like the national like registry thing. So yeah. like you have to go through all these in your head to examine this person. Yeah. I'm like, I was able to do that. I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I don't see any blood. You're talking, you're alert, you're oriented. Yeah. Stand up. <laughs> and she was fine, of course. Yeah, but I'm yeah, like, yeah. even then I'm like, you just pretty much have a scanner built in 24 seven. Yeah. Recognize things. Cause you can just use whenever yeah. you need to. Yeah. It's just like a dictionary or a boy scout book in the back of my head. If I ever need <laughs> That's cool, man. That's cool. You know, you you have any intention of uh, going back into the medical field? So, I mean, ideally, I need to finish a nursing degree, but there's this other adventures I think I want to do. Yeah. Because, like, if I did EMT for three years and died from it, yeah. imagine what nursing, I'd have to be committed. Yeah, you yeah. spend a lot of money on school, mm-hmm. which I feel like it'd be different because I can choose where I want to go. Yeah. Because you don't have to be an emergency nurse. You can go do wash old people's feet if you needed to. Yeah. And still make great money. Yeah. But, like, it's hard to picture me doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure if I get motivated, sure. But I just don't know what I want to do right now. Yeah. It's like a weird intersection of life. Well, the world kind of went dark. Yeah. The, <laughs> someone know? turned the light off right now. Yeah. It, yeah. it just, everything kind of stopped. Like, uh, a lot of people stopped going to work. A lot of people, you know, uh, have to work from home now. And it's it kind of went all crazy. And like you said, you were, you were even thinking, because work at our job had been so crazy. You're just like, mm-hmm. I just, if they, they want me to do all this, I might as well just go back and, and at least help people. Yeah. And uh, then coronavirus happened. And you were like, I, <laughs> got him. <that."> <laughs> got him. <laughs> Cancel that interview. Yeah. yeah. I am, I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad I got blown off. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what it essentially turned into. Yeah. I got blown off by someone that's blown, off, blown me off before. Hey. And yep. So I'm like, it worked out for the best. That's yeah. the way I see it. So you got to, uh, so just if it happens, it happens kind of thing. Yeah. You know? I'm like, I'm not going back to get my like, medic or anything. I'm not going back that way. If yeah. it's going to be, it has to be right. Either like a nurse or not a doctor. I can't do it. That's like too much school for me. Yeah. But I have to just do it right. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like you, that time has been wasted because like I said, you now have this built in scanner where you can yeah. help people. If you need to, you can do certain things for yourself or for friends and family. And I think that kind of makes it like super cool, man. Mm-hmm. Like if you need to, if you can, can help somebody you can but now you don't have to see all the darkness and yeah you know because when you first started like dude i was like yo this dude bailey man. yeah well, I, was, I still i don't think i was all, all yeah. the way there for like the first few months yeah, until weird. i kind of opened up i couldn't get you to I talk still, to me and yeah was i was there's a lot of shadows following me yeah yeah and it's know. still you still have bad dreams and all that yeah i don't claim to have like ptsd but like you'll have like memories that you cannot get out of while dreaming yeah Luckily, I don't have that many dreams. Yeah. I'm like, when I do, <laughs> that sucks. They're vivid. <laughs> yeah, they're very vivid. And like certain noises you hear will bring back like... Crazy Oh, stuff. that's what a monitor... or Like monitor whenever it goes like asystole when the heart stops. That's what noise it makes. Yeah. Like that little um, play house at work that... They used to have the doorbell on. Yeah, yeah. That beep, beep, beep. That's a noise a monitor makes. Oh, when The someone's... same exact noise when the heart stops. Really? So every time I would hear that, I'm like, hey, I know what that noise is. I think that's technically uh, PTSD, man. It might be. <laughs> I did a really, really thorough research essay in college Yeah. about it, which I'll, if I can find it on my laptop, I'll send it to you. Yeah. It's like a 13-page essay. Oh, wow, man. Which I recount some of my own stuff in it. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, I'm a resource. I'm going to yeah. use my own story. I mean, yeah. It it brought some tears to some people's eyes. We yeah. had to read that crap out loud. Oh, man. It was awful. And I, I get very anxious in front of people sometimes. Yeah. 
So I was a nervous wreck, and I was like, eh, here's my story. <laughs> yeah. But that's it, how you were when we met, man. You were just, like, really quiet, and I remember talking mad yeah. crap about, like, this dude, Bailey, man, I don't know. He works okay, but if you don't start talking to me, we won't have issues. <laughs> and now we waste so much time. <laughs> <laughs> I, if we don't get two hours in, I yeah. don't, I'm not going to work ever yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, man. We got to at least, we gotta at least waste at least an hour. If I can get an hour of target time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like going to the bathroom essentially on target time. Yeah, yeah I got to get that yeah. money, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you're going to pay me my wage to go pee. You're yeah. going to pay me my wage to talk. And... Yeah. Well, because like, they always will like freak out on us when we're like having fun. God forbid we have fun at work. You know? Oof, that's, that's a and tough one. Yeah, we're just supposed mm. to go and do this and not speak and not have any, you know, and that, and that crap sucks. Yeah. You know, so it's, I'm glad to have you, you around nowadays and that you're opened up to be like, oh, that's my friend. Oh, Bailey's working today? Oh, yeah. bet. We ain't working for an hour. At least I got to look up Baby Yoda <laughs> memes with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, those are bad. Oh, man. Well, the uh, last thing I like to do on every single one of these uh, interviews that I do, I like to ask a question that I didn't tell you about. Um, <laughs> and that way it kind of gets us away from all the dark stuff, the dark cloud that clearly follows you around. We're trying to get rid of it. <laughs> We're trying to get rid of that. Sunshine and rainbows. Sunshine and rainbows. So I got a question for you. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. All right. A question for Bailey is very specific. How many things have you actually air fried? Oh. <laughs> so if you so, want to know Bailey, he, he air fries everything. Hot so, dogs, pizza rolls, leftovers. What, like... So... <laughs> I used to be the Gordon Ramsay of air frying. Now I'm like the glizzy gobbler of air frying. <laughs> you just hot dogs I just now? throw them down. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had a cheap air fryer for a while that I didn't really care about. But now uh-huh. I have like the super digital touchscreen ninja one. Uh-huh. Because I, I was going to make pancakes in there. Like just put batter to see what happens. <laughs> and like grenades, alarm clocks, light bulbs. <laughs> just to see what happens. I don't, need, I'm not, don't sleep on this YouTube idea. Yeah, man. I don't know if it's been done yet. Oh, if it hasn't, you can do it better. But I'm like, I've heated up a small pizza in there. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what the weirdest thing that hasn't, it didn't turn out right. Like some things have not turned out right. Some things just like, burn. Did you put a pop tart in there one time? Yeah, pop tart. They just, yeah. they turn black. Oh really? They get yeah, very, they... they get charcoal. Oh, is yeah. it like a? Could you? It's like... just too dry. I think. Because <laughs> that's what it does. It, it like heats up a fan and cooks it. It's like, just, like weird air, right? convection magic stuff. I don't really. Yeah. Superpowers. Maybe you just put pop tart in there for too long maybe yeah but yeah you can do some weird stuff yeah because you were like, like when you first got like you know you got like the you had the small one and then you got the bigger one and you were like, like i made i made potato I chips made in there bag of potatoes <laughs> i cooked, cooked a steak in there and it came out very good really it, I mean, it wasn't bad wouldn't it dry it out though no it was juicy <laughs> yeah yeah it was i mean it was like a three dollar one from kroger which was yeah. my problem yeah i want to was so tough I didn't want to pay for a good steak to ruin. Yeah. Like the ones that are wrapped in bacon from factory. Yeah. From like, they're probably kind of handmade from yeah. like machines and all that. I'm yeah. sure. But I'm like, threw it in there, put some like hamburger seasoning on it. <laughs> and it was edible. <laughs> That's all you shoot for, I guess. Yeah. So I'm like, but now I've been, we have gas stove now. So I've been cooking a lot of pizzas and all that with the gas. Yeah. Oh, Dude. so you've left the air fryer behind. No, I still use the air fryer. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I still use like every other day now. Yeah. Not every like hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eventually know? I'm going to make coffee in it. How can you do that? It's a bowl of something. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess you it can has dry a... co- your own coffee. You should start growing your own coffee beans and dry it in the, in the air fryer. Yeah, I'm going to get a fourth fire. Like <laughs> <laughs> a baby reveal. Do you still have <laughs> Do you still have the little small crap one you don't use anymore? No, I still don't let go like last oh, month before man. before I moved. Yeah. You should have put a light bulb in it. That would have been like good. Like a Barbie doll. Yeah, some, some pool water <laughs> yeah. and a pool noodle. Just see what would happen. You know, like, yeah. oh. 
Well, was it going to air fry eggs, man? I'm <laughs> oh, we you. got am- ammonia. <laughs> you should definitely do that YouTube video. YouTube channel, I think man. I think it'd be a good trendy hit. Now you've got getting rid of your your you're getting rid of your trade secrets though, you know. Yeah. We're going to have to bleep all that out. <laughs> yeah. Cut this from the very end of the <laughs> Trademarked show. Trademarked. Don't let 2020. anyone you know, just which what you need to do is you need to record this and then we'll put it in the mail and we'll send it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so that way it'll be yours. It's a time cap. I'm going to put a time capsule in my air fryer and yeah. fry it. <laughs> fry it. That's how you that's how you make it perfect it comes see, out so see what i said four minutes ago <laughs> yeah i don't know it's been i've learned some good recipes in it though yeah people always laugh i'm like yeah it's a way to cook i think they laugh because i'm always giving you crap about yeah, it i don't like, think they I laugh just, like if you would just talk to them, like oh yeah air fry this and like oh that's cool that's really nice that you can do all this my, yeah my favorite memory is me trying to sell air fryer to some guy <laughs> then he was like he's like what do you put on my like, i'll put like olive oil yeah you know, i walked into the olive oil aisle and he's like Oh, you get this kind of like, yeah, but it makes it real fat and greasy and good. He's like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. (laughs) I try to sell him oil for eight minutes. I'm like, no, that's how you cook it, man. (laughs) You told me, you told him like, if you want to make it greasy, (laughs) you would love it. Yeah, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help out the taste. That poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) He probably has like clogged arteries now. Probably. Oh no, he didn't listen. He's no, he's like, no, I just need this. I need it. I need my dry chicken. (laughs) I try to sell him on some olive oil. It was like a dollar 30. So I don't know why he didn't just. Have some greasy chicken, but no. Well, now you don't need that air fryer. You got that uh, ice coffee maker, man. Yeah, ice every single day, Everything bro. You're drinking it right now. You got it over yeah. there. You yeah. Know? Well, that's good. part of my business plan. I'm going to tell you about one. We close this down. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Make our own ice coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so we can get to the actual like conversation that no one else gets to hear. The secret, secret OnlyFans talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we'll, Subscribe. Uh, we'll wrap this up. But before we do, do you want to plug your Instagram so people see that sexy bike of yours? I mean, if you want to follow it, it's my name, Bailey a pierce this is my name no yeah. xos and like 1975 69 69 yeah Just so it's bailey not, not like not like 2005 xbox gamer <laughs> this is bailey a pierce yeah yeah and and he mainly posts pictures of his bike literally or his naked cat yeah either naked cats or a bike <laughs> i don't really do selfies that much that's yeah. just odd every now and then i might post art if i do it yeah yeah he used to post art all the time it's actually one of the first things we talked yeah. about was art. that's probably what broke the ice honestly yeah yeah because i was like oh this dude does art and now now i know that now it's just like bike and that's yeah. about it yeah now you do backflips off of yeah <laughs> go s games mode, S-games mode. <laughs> for, for no reason <laughs> Yeah. Well, again, man, thank you so much for coming out and hanging out with me. It's been it's been great. We we spent an hour and ten minutes talking about bikes and and death, and it was great, man. I had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Next time I'm gonna talk about climbing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Will. Sorry, Will. I got yeah. my eight thousand dollar rope. Yeah, I got myself. I got one up them. <laughs> but uh, if I, if you're interested in coming on the show, please just hit me up. Uh, gentlemen, me a website. It is uh www.bitterandjadedpodcast.com or you can email me directly at bitterandjadedpodcast at gmail.com and we can set something up. You can come over here. We can do it over Skype or Zoom or whatever we got going on and we'll just talk like two friends like I did with Bailey about whatever that makes you interesting. And um, I, uh, again, I thank you for coming over, hanging out. And uh, I don't know, how do you want to end the podcast, man? I would first have to say your driveway is very steep. Uh-huh, you're welcome for it's, that. Skrr! Scrape. <laughs> no, it was, it was fun. Yeah. It was like, we were just casually talking like we always do yeah, for two man, hours at for work. two hours. If you want to come waste two hours, actually, it's only an hour and ten minutes with me. Please hit me up. I need guests. I need guests. But until then, thanks, bud. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Say bye, Bailey. Yep, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. Bye. <laughs>